And what's going on? What do you think about that new intro? It's the third time that I ran it. I think it's pretty decent. Got Kind of got tired of the other one. So they say change is good. Not all change, but some changes are. It's pretty decent. Let's get to the most important portion of this. Is Normally the uh, podcasts that I do are very, very, uh, I will say user-friendly and not so vulgar or not so much as vulgar. A lot of implication or implied particular one uh, we're gonna break the rules a little bit and it makes sense to do so so this is your trigger warning so right now i kind of rate this as a pg-13 if you're not 13 you probably should be listening to it and if you're a parent and you're listening to it in your car you have your kid with you trust me when i say there are going to be some questionable things said trigger warning this podcast will discuss profanity obscenities taboo language slurs and racially charged terms so what that means is, yeah, we are back in it again with controversy. Now, I try to keep my controversy, well, beat up on Trump, so to speak. And he makes it so easy some days. And if you haven't seen my last podcast saying that Trump is probably the uh, perfect villain, then you need to go check that out. Check it out. Pretty much, it's like everything that I've done on research, it just comes back to him as being the perfect villain. And the reason why, well, guess what? Go check out the podcast. I got a link below. Once again, I try to keep the controversy away from certain topics. I try to stay from the LBGT movement for the simple fact that that is just too messy. And I get my own personal feelings about it. And, well, why let my own personal feelings cloud my judgment of? So I kind of stay away from that. I shy away from it. No matter what your position is when it comes to the LGBT, if you're not doing their pronouns or to be called a cis or whatever, then you're wrong. And then everybody points a finger at you. And nowadays, even on Instagram, do some LGBT hating. You're gone. You're off. You're dropped. Count close. Be forewarned. What I will talk about are, are certain words. A word. A word in particular. And lately, I see a lot of cultures or nationalities using these words because they feel it's acceptable. Now, what we look at is something called somatic bleaching. Somatic bleaching is nothing more than a linguistic term, of a word that's been around forever, and it's kind of watered down, and now people are using it as if it's just common language. And if it's an offensive word, that the offense has lessened. In that respect, uh, that's what we're going to be dealing with. And like I said, not going to be any punches pulled on this one. There's going to be some words that might make you go, oh, Brian is getting real with him, so yeah, we're going to be doing that. For whatever, however it is, and especially if you play video games, these, these little internet games, these little white kids, they throw the word out or term out naked as if it is okay. And some do it just as a shock or just to provoke you, and some do it because that is what they were raised around and that's what they feel is their self-expression. I have an experiment, not experiment, an experiment. I want you to try to experiment, whether you are white or Asian. Well, maybe not so much, so much Asian here in the United States, but it does happen. Hispanic, if you think the word nigga is okay and acceptable to say in all aspects or any venue, I want you to go to a predominantly black community. And let's make this even more challenging. Go to a predominantly black community that's a little bit on the edge, kind of the, the low income side. And walk up to them like you're a straight G and start saying the word nigga as if, you know, you are down. At the end, 
if you walk away, they drop you some pound, say what up, holla at you, see you, then you know what? That word might be socially acceptable. However, if you start seeing like stars and lightning and you start feeling pain all over your body, probably because you're on the ground getting your ass stomped out, which means, yeah, that word is still offensive, whether you leave it with an A or add the ER, however you want to look at it. If it causes you bodily harm or puts you in some type of peril or danger, probably isn't a good thing to do or use. I don't, I, I, I just tend to think that people believe that if they take the A and place, well, the ER and replace it with the A, that is more socially acceptable. Maybe in your circle. In my circle, if you say if you want to, you're going to need to see the dentist after you come out of your coma. And more than likely, uh, your quality of life is going to change. Because, yeah, that's not going to ride, bro. Not going to happen. Not on my watch. Too many years of of hate for just someone to arbitrarily walk up and start talking about it. Had a person I know on Facebook decided he wanted to be gangster with it. I said, well, how would you feel if I talked about Hispanics that way? Well, you can go ahead and do that. I said, I wouldn't do that because I have enough respect. So you're not thinking. You're thinking that it's acceptable, that everybody's going to accept it. What if I was the type of person to hold a grudge? Didn't say nothing to you. And then as soon as I saw you, just pieced you up right then and there. Who would be wrong? Well, of course, I'd be wrong. Your quiet life would be saying, well, why did he beat me up? Well, remember that post you did back in the day calling me a nigga? I didn't call you, but that's what you said. So to me, it was implied that's what you were saying to me. Therefore, you cut that beat down. All of this will make sense at the end because believe it or not, systemic is not the topic. It is not. The semantic bleaching is not it is systemic to the problem, but it's not the topic. For those who've been watching the news, I'm going to read this because this came from Fox News. Uh, the actress from Clueless, Stacey Dash, appeared on Wednesday's segment of Fox and Friends to voice her disapproval of celebration of Black History Month and other institutions that celebrate racial indifference. Now, this didn't happen recently. This happened a year or so ago. And because in, in the way that she presented it, you know, she, she got the... Uh, Hmm, she got the Uncle Ruckus Award because that, that is basically where she put herself. She further said either we want to have segregation or integration. Now, she is what they call Bahan African or African American slash Mexican. I have never heard that term before. I think it sounds utterly ridiculous. So she's mixed. She's half black, half Mexican. I, I think that's probably an acceptable word to say it or let's get PC with it. She's half African-American, and she's half Hispanic from Mexican descent. However you want to look at it. See, I can play nice. She is like the MAGA person. She's the spokesperson for MAGA. She loves MAGA, but you know, it seems like the two parts of her, you know, the Mexican and the black, are the ones that Trump hate the most, man. So I don't know how she's existing in the MAGA world when both sides, she must be really conflicted. But I think I know why or how she feels the way she does and that how her true or birth ethnicities with an S didn't conflict with her, her mental process. Now, a report happened that this weekend, the police were called to her home and they responded to a domestic abuse or domestic violence call. Now, the victim, the victim sustained red scratches marks on his upper arm from being, quote unquote, pushed away. Dash was taken into custody and transported to the Lando Lakes detention facility without any incident. She posted bail and was released on Monday morning, according to sportspersons for the uh, Pasco County Sheriff. 
Now she's the one who initially called. So let me let me clue you in real quick what happened. She just recently got married, probably about a year or so ago. Argument ensued. For whatever reason, an argument ensued. He has three daughters there, one 15, 10, and I think the young other one was single digit. The 15-year-old jumped into Stacy's face. Stacy said, back up, pushed her off. After that, her husband swooped up on her, put her in a choke lock, or started choking her out, basically. Put her in a, a chokehold. She called the police in that she was assaulted by her husband. Rumor has it the reason this whole thing blew up out of portion or proportion is that he called her nigga. He's white. She's half black, half Mexican. But the way it's been laid out for the most part, 1%, 2%, 2% black, you're black. You just have other or other heritages within your, your genome. But anyway, the police came. And they arrested her because it was brought to their attention by the witnesses, which were his daughters, that she was the aggressor. Oh, by the way, he's also a lawyer. So she's screaming. He coaches kids what to say to make me look bad so I would get arrested. This is this is what she's spewing. This is what 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 she's tripping on. Now, check this out. And I'm 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 just going to be straight to the point. If you have one percent. 1% black in you, some type of ethnicity, you are prone to what we call a nigga moment. Oh, that's right, a nigga moment. And a lot of you that are not black or African American, whatever, you're all kind of like, oh, I can't believe he went there. It's commentary, people. It's commentary. A nigga moment, Webster defines as a moment when ignorance overwhelms the mind of an otherwise logical Negro, male or female in this case causing him or her to act in an illogical, self-destructive manner, i.e. like a nigga. And <laughs> I could go on and on because I've made many, many references to this in my other podcasts, especially the one with Antonio Brown, who clearly is, uh, he's, he's on that, that trip. But we won't even, we won't touch that. This is all about Stacy, Miss Stacy Dash. But papers filed in Pasco County, as she was being detained, and prior to her release, she requested, she requested to be found indigent. That's right, indigent. And if you don't know what indigent is, you DMFs. And I don't mean to be so rude. It means she's broke. She has no money. She doesn't have enough money to hire a private lawyer. So she is requesting a public defender. Who, oh, by the way, will probably be either black or hispanic something to that degree maybe if she's lucky and then she'll probably say well they didn't try really hard because of my history with trump and maga so you know to me it looks like it's going to be a carousel of craziness if indeed he did meaning her husband who is oh by the way a lawyer coached his kids and they go to court kind of feel she might be found guilty and then why do you think i'm thinking that because every time someone in the black community is exonerated or something to that degree, the white community have to get at least one or two blacks. So therefore, that chick in Dallas, Amber, I believe her name is, who mistakenly went into someone else's apartment, killed him while he was sitting there watching TV eating ice cream and said, oops, it was a mistake. Well, she was recently found guilty. So therefore, Miss Dash or whatever her last name is at this point, is going to probably be found guilty. 
And I bet you, I bet you she signed a what? Prenup. Yeah, I bet she did. So that means she ain't getting jack. She ain't getting dick. She ain't getting nothing. I'm going to put it to you this way. I'm not running this thing out. I'm not going to make it last forever. In most cases, whenever the word nigga is used and you react in a manner that we already previously discussed as a nigga moment, you might be black. However, on her arrest report, she marked white as her race. Kind of conflicted there. She's marking white after she was called nigga, but she acted a fool fighting, so to speak. She said it was in self-defense. I still think she had a nigga moment. And uh, we call this the Negro wake-up call because that's what she got. Negro wake-up call. You can go ahead and identify <laughs> as whatever you want. I guess because we're cis male and cis female, you can identify to be a Caucasian woman, which might make sense. Although I've never seen in any situation where the woman calls 911, says she's been choked out by her husband who admits he put his hands on her as she's arrested. That would lean towards the black side. But she didn't get shot by police. Come on, halt, pow, pow, pow. Or getting shot by police holding a phone. So I guess maybe she, that kind of qualifies as her being on the light side. Now, normally I wouldn't even think twice but to stand up and, and defend, you know, a black woman when she is being tore down by a white community or any other community because that's what you do. But in this case, I think the reason why I would stand up for her because there are there's never a reason to put your hands on a woman regardless. If there comes a time where you have to get physical, then you know what? Unash your kids, you leave. Now, if you're so confident that you can go ahead and do damage, I believe your reputation is going to be or his reputation is going to be tarnished for what he's done regardless of the whole situation because one, you never put your hands on a female. And if she does happen to get away with it, why would she stay in the marriage with someone, one, who called her out her name? To get called a bitch is one thing, okay? To get called a motherfucker is one thing. But to turn around for a white person to call a black person a nigga, oh, that's a special moment in time for you, buddy, because people know who they can get away with by saying that. I, I doubt in most situations that you're just going to arbitrarily run up and just say it. I mean... You can be like like Dave Chappelle, you know, after it's said and done by the police. Woo! Spring a little crack on him and roll out. But it is what it is. The case is ongoing. Keep you all up to date. Keep you posted. Once again, I know this was a racially charged conversation. Short but sweet. And if you were offended by what I said, good. You should be. That means you're not desensitized to the words and the meanings of these words. They still carry a lot of anger. They still... They still carry a lot of hurt. But with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and let this thing go. I'm going to cut it out. And once again, I'm going to keep these podcasts rolling. If you like the content that I brought to you today, there's going to be more of it. Please feel free to like, subscribe, tell your friends, share. So I put it on Facebook. And right now I am on seven different hosting sites for podcasts. So you really have no excuse but to find me and listen to me. This was only like, what, 15 minutes or so? I'm done. I'm gone. And uh, <laughs> as they say in uh, Spain, Mexico, Argentina, whatever, hasta la vista.
baby. <laughs> We're out.